Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Murder and Misery. My name is Heather and I know very little about true crime. Last season I knew nothing, now I know little. And my name is Jillian and I'm a little bit more of a true crime expert than I was last year. True. We started this podcast so that I could learn more about true crime because Jill is obsessed and I am terrified and it's actually worked out pretty well and I haven't been too scared and so hopefully you won't be too scared either and maybe you'll learn something. If you're new to our podcast, each week Jill tells us a new story, including both local and national cases. Now let's get started with season two. So this episode, it's not gonna be like super long, but it's a lot of me reading. So be warned because we know I'm not very good at that. But also, it, I don't think it has necessarily any trigger warnings, um, mental health, maybe, but it's just rough. This episode is rough. So, um, Heather, I know that you heard about this because okay. it happened when you were in Texas. Okay. And I know what we're talking about. Right. And we do not have all the details because this is a very recent event, but I wanted to talk about it now instead of you know, waiting, but I'm sure we'll, we'll have a follow-up episode or at least like a conclusion at the end of the year. So we're going to get into the details. We're going to start on Tuesday, March 21st in Troy, Missouri. Of this year. Of this year, 2023, when our local police department released a statement. And I'm kind of just going through this of like, I know Heather was out of town and Heather doesn't have Facebook. I am in town and I have Facebook and I'm on it way too much. So this is like me going through the timeline of like what I was seeing like play out live. So. Okay. Because I was in Texas and Darian said, this happened today in front of our children. Oh no. So we didn't get to talk about it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then they said. What's homicide? Oh, no. And Darian was like, never mind. They're going to talk to their caseworker and be like, we learned about homicide. They didn't learn about it. They just heard the word. So it's okay. Okay. All right. So um, the Troy, Missouri Police Department released a statement on Facebook at 9.55 p.m. stating that there was heavy law enforcement in the area of Ames and East Cherry Street and to avoid the area as officers were investigating a double homicide. At the time of this post, we had no other information. Now, new listeners, Heather and I live in Troy. <laughs> and I have since birth, and you have since you were, like, really, really little, right? We moved here when I was five, so pretty much my whole life. Yeah, we've both been here our whole lives. And Troy's very small. Not, like, small that everyone knows everyone, but small like everyone knows someone who knows someone. Like, for sure. Yeah, that's true. So... Uh, as soon as I saw this, I panicked because I know exactly where this is, and it is a small trailer park that I have friends living in, specifically friends that I know that are not the best situations right now. And when you hear double homicide, so with no other information, I was going through comments and thankfully was able to confirm that it was none of my friends. So I kind of just assumed it was an investigation until the police really released an update about an hour later 
an hour later, letting us know that they had drones in the air and to steer clear of this situation, that there was a person of interest identified, but that he was on the loose. I did not know that. I did not know that. I thought he just like turned himself in. No. (laughs) So this was obviously terrifying. Um, considering, like, we had no other information. Thank goodness I was out of town. Yeah, like, and it wasn't even clear, like, was this a random attack? Was this, like, yeah. drug thing gone wrong? Like, had no idea. Was, was there a freaking maniac on the loose? Like, I was, like, calling my dad, like, lock your doors. <laughs> like, ooh. But it was very freaky there for a minute. So, on March 22nd, at 5 a.m. the next day, there was an update. It was that the suspect was still at large, and a couple hours later, it was released by police that the suspect was Davion McRoberts, and that they were asking the public for assistance and finding him. So, of course, I did what any nosy person does, and I looked him up on Facebook to see that, well, to see if I knew who he was, because I knew the name. I knew the last name, but I was just trying to see, like, who he was. Needless to say, his Facebook was freaky, like, terrifying. Really? Yeah. So, so his Facebook profile picture was a loaded gun clip. That's it. His statuses were scarier. So here's where the reading comes into play. I'm going to read some of these statuses. Okay. There are no accidents. We're all teachers. If we're willing to pay attention to the lesson we learn, trust our positive instinct and not be afraid to take the risk or wait for some miracle to come knocking at our door. You are to trust me and trust what your mind says more than what your heart says. I want you all to know that this isn't real. I'll not be disturbing your DMs. Mm. I want you all to know that if this isn't real, I'll not be disturbing your DMs. You can tell me that this isn't real since you've not tried it with me. I want you to try this once and see how it works. People, I promise, I'll assure you and I'll never let any of you down. I'm God. I have been awakened out here in St. Louis, Missouri. Most of y'all who thought y'all knew me, I don't need protection. They will try to kill me. I'm trying to buy you all passports and guns to protect yourselves. I have nothing to do with with scam and I'm not one of those men that will do such because I am who I say I am. You might not believe me now, but only time will tell because of how it's written, but you all have been warned. Sorry for all those who stay in hell for eternity. I love those who believe me, and I am here to help you. You've been warned ahead of time once more truly. Another one. Wake up. Wake up. That was one post? Yeah. Oh, my God. And this one has cash app. that He, he was saying that, like, he will, if you send him money on cash app, like, he'll, like... So... There was obviously a lot in that first one. He said something about protecting those who stole the innocence of children. Yeah. Do you think that his grandparents... No. Were freaky people? No. Like, disgusting people? I I don't... Do I believe that? No. Okay. Um, Of course, I don't know. But... I'm just wondering. From what I know... Oh, we didn't even say who... <laughs> What happened? You're getting ahead of it. Sorry. It's okay. So, <laughs> um, but his next post says, wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm truly God and we're all living in hell. The government has lied to you all. That's why you all are so sad and miserable. Those who truly believe are safe, but 
E. Another one. Hey, I really am God, truly, everyone. I'm trying to help you all, but I came to terms. Y'all got too comfortable in hell. I'm not trying to take people's money when I say donate to his cash app. I'm trying to show y'all new life, but no one believes in me because how can you believe in something you've never seen, right? If God was calling, you would pick up. F, no, y'all ignore me and I'm trying my hardest to show you all, please help me show you all it's real. Please, Cash App. Those who do, I'm making a list. I will bless those who truly do believe, not those who try to come around after. Listen to me. I'm God. I'm telling the truth. Nothing but the truth. The truth on me. So he was posting his Cash App asking people to send him money so that he can show them something and bless them. Um, another status... Who want to die today? Y'all don't believe? Come show me. I'm not God. Another. I know, I know. My ears are ringing. It's almost time, but not yet. Another. I never read the Bible in my entire life and y'all. Life, y'all. And I know the whole Bible. You, you know why I never believed in God because my innocence was taken away as a child by family members. People. See, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That was what he said the first one. Yeah, but I don't think, and I don't, I do not believe that they're correlated, honestly. But again, this is a new investigation. So if something does come out, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go off on on a limb here and say that. That's not what's suspected, at least. No. And and I, I, I know that sometimes people aren't who they seem that they are, but like, I do not believe that that had anything to do with the crime, you know? Obviously, I, I believe that he, you know, was abused as a child, for sure. But I don't think any of these posts had anything to do with the incidents. Okay. Um. So. I'm not trying to, like, make anybody seem worse no, no, no. than they are. It's just, like, he keeps bringing that up. and I didn't know if it was related or if they were suspecting that it was related or... I don't think so. Anything like that. Yeah. So he said, family members, people I love dearly, and they did that to me. I was also abused as a child. He threw me down the stairs and tried to kill me. He beat me and my mother because she tried to protect me. I was taking a bath and just blowing bubbles in the bathtub with my dumb A, this B, A, in, held my head under the water with his blank. And guess what? crazy this blank wasn't even my father I was calling him daddy for 10 years what kind of slur blank it's hard to read is that anywho bro blank got dfs called on him because I was beat the f up and I went to school even though my mama told me not to go because who the f is she to tell me not to go get my education I walked in that MF proud in a B every day they seen I was beat the F up and called the police and the police saved me. Y'all, they got Kreider in my life, all types of blank. Y'all really wanna hear more. This blank gets wicked. This just the beginning, but okay, whatever. Who am I, right? Another one. How about marijuana and some guns? I got you. Blank. Will y'all listen to me? I'm God. 
another. Sacrifice, y'all don't know what that mean. Another. By this year, y'all gonna see what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah. Found myself, I just want some peace. It just sounds like he's highly educated by his grammar on these posts. Yeah, well, this one's... I'm just imagining the spelling is bad as well. Not really. Really? Mm-mm. Good. So, y'all think I'm BSing. I'm just not good at reading, to be honest. When I tell you, I'm God, watch this. The government works for me, you idiots. None of your effing people are dead if y'all would just listen to me. This one is interesting. Someone tell Vlad he gonna die soon. Talking like that. Laughing. I'm trying to help this man. He's not listening. Y'all hear me. Vlad, I'm friends with him on Facebook. He's like a... He's like a troll, I think. I don't really know what he does. He's internet. He's like... Is he from here? Yeah, he's from St. Louis. Okay. But like, he's like... I guess got internet fame by trolling. I'm not sure what he does. He might rap. I'm not sure. So, um, he, I guess tried to talk to him and he didn't listen to him. So, another one is, no one is truly dead. We are all immortal. Life is not what people thought it was. It's whatever they made it. Mentally, it was all a choice. When you are born, you are born a god and you are pure until your innocence is taken away. Devil. When your innocence is taken away, you are no longer a god, you are the devil. You live a life of sin. The reason why you live a life of sin is because your perspective on life has changed. But was it your fault? Heaven, hell. Did you ask for this life? The only way to become your higher self again and to be reborn and is to tell is to simply tell the truth and nothing but the truth so help you who stop effing lying idiots so we can move forward. That's when you will see your life change for the better. But who am I to tell my children? Now go tell people God has returned. I'm here. Tell people God has returned and they don't believe it. It's crazy, isn't it? God has returned. These were all like the posts started like the second week in March. Okay. So it was really weird because his Facebook posts went from normal sharing memes like joking sharing normal statuses all of that stuff to like all of that craziness believing he's god yes and then okay. believing he's the devil and then believing he's not and it it's so i think the one about the devil was like he used to be the devil but now he's telling the truth so now he's god yeah but then in the other that one was... he said he's not god he just went back and forth so oh, i missed the part where he said he wasn't god yeah there was a lot. I think it's just hard for me to listen to them and then not try to, like, piece them together to, like, solve something. Right. So Because that's normally what I'm doing during these episodes. Yeah. This one's, it's just, it's weird. It's a lot of reading, and I'm not very good at reading, so <laughs> maybe, maybe I should have let you read the statuses. So, um. That on, honestly might have been helpful. So on March 22nd at, at 2 p.m., police updated that they had Davion in custody. On oh, March good. 24th. They posted a community statement stating, our community is devastated by the, and at this point, there was rumors that we knew it was elderly people because I knew people that are their neighbors that had said something about it, but we did not know the connection or the relation. I did see some rumors that, you know, he had killed his grandparents and that it was really like they were related like crazy. So... But this is when it was officially announced. 
Okay. Our community is devastated by the tragic events discovered on March 21st, 2023. Officers responded to the address of 600 Ames Street on Lot 18 for a request to check the well-being of the residents. On scene, officers discovered two individuals inside of the residence with multiple gunshot wounds deceased. That's so sad. Yeah. The victims of this brutal act have been identified as Donald McRoberts and Kathy McRoberts. Donald was a veteran of the United States Army and a beloved member of Calvary Church, along with his wife, Kathy. They were both active community members. Both Donald and Kathy worked together with the church operating a food bank to support the community's needs. The senseless act of violence has shaken all of us to the core. We stand with the McRoberts family and all of those affected by this horrific event. On March 21st, at approximately 7.26 p.m., officers responded to the house where Donald and Kathy were located. During the investigation, it was discovered that several witnesses recall hearing what sounded like gunfire on March 20th, 2023, between 4.30 and 5.30 p.m. None of the witnesses reported the incident to law enforcement. 4.30 and 5.30 p.m.? There were a lot of people there to witness that. Like, 4.30 to 5.30 p.m., there would be more than one person at home in that area. Right. And they did hear it, but they thought it was fireworks. That's what they said, but... I don't believe that. That's what they said, but then again, here's the thing. Like, I hear guns all the time in my house. And sometimes I'm like, is it a murderer? And then sometimes I'm like... Okay, but... I think it's different for you. Like, if I heard a gunshot here, I would not report it to the police. Right. I live in the middle of the woods. It is not uncommon for people to be target practicing, hunting, God knows what, with their guns out in the middle of the woods. This is not in the middle of the woods. This is in the middle of town. This is in the middle of town. People do not do target practice in the middle of town. I actually think it's illegal to do target practice in the middle of town. So, like, it's not like you're like, oh, yeah, they're hunting the, the yeah. deer in the middle of the trailer park. Like, they're not. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I do know people shoot guns in the middle of town. But you're not supposed to. But you're not supposed to. Yeah. So. And if you hear several gunshots, I think you'd be like, that's weird. Here's my, um, they said that they thought it was fireworks. I don't necessarily believe that, but I, I do not believe that they thought it was a murder. I think that, I hear you know, that. I think, I think that they just didn't want to say they heard gunshots and thought it was gunshots, but didn't report it. So I think that's why they said it was fireworks. Um, but I think it was one of those things where like, oh, like people are just screwing around, you know, it's right by the Casey's. People think that's a bad part of town. And I know people, I know grown men who will not go to the Casey's there because they said that it's sketchy. I go to that Casey's. Yeah. I was just at that Casey's and I'm not a grown man. Yeah, I go there. Yeah, so I just, I don't, then again, you know, I lived on Cooney Heights and a lot of people won't even go there. So I just don't think that. There's just no part of Troy that I'm not willing to go to. Right. Just like, not a single part in Troy. You tell me to go there, I'll put it in and I'll go. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And like, even like Bob's Lane, I've never not felt safe at Bob's Lane. And I know that's supposed to be like a terrible, like sketchy part of town. But like, every time I go there. I've never even been worried about getting my car stolen. I don't know. So I just have to say, I don't think I've ever been anywhere in Troy, Missouri and thought, yeah, my car's going to be stolen here. Right. This just never happened to me. So either I'm an idiot or it's just not as scary as people think. 
I just think this, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't I think. I didn't even know that people said this is a bad part of town. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard that about Cooney Heights, mostly from you, I think, and your experiences living there. Yeah, it's which like were a, never like. Vandalism. And that one time that person was walking towards you. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. So back to the community statement. So no one reported that incident to law enforcement. Officers located a white passenger van in the driveway of the residence, which was not registered to the home. It was discovered that Davion McRoberts, 25, grandson to the victims, was last in possession of the white van on March 22nd. Why would you murder someone and then leave your car there? I... I mean, like, I'll get more into it at the the bottom of this, but I feel like my thoughts on this case are going to blow your mind. Okay. Just because of who I am as a person. So, uh, they received multiple phone calls regarding the location of Davion. Detectives responded to Barnes, St. Louis, where it was confirmed that Davion McRoberts was transported to Barnes via ambulance on March 23rd. Davion was released from Barnes, St. Louis, where he was taken into custody and transported to the Troy Police Department for an interview. Davion McRoberts was later transported to the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office, where he was placed on a 24-hour hold pending application of warrants. Why was he at Barnes? He, this isn't in the post, but he showed up to the psych unit covered in blood, asking to be admitted. To Barnes. To the psych unit. I don't Just know. Just one, and then they transferred him to Barnes? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I know oh. it wasn't, obviously wasn't Mercy Troy, but it was some hospital. So I guess he went there on Monday, and then he'd been there since Monday? Because he murdered them on Monday between 4 and 5 p.m. Right. I'm not 100% sure the timeline of that, um, because I don't know if they knew who he was when he first got there. Because you would think that if he turned like did that like right after that, they would be like, oh, you know, I know there's a manhunt for this guy, but like he's here, you know. Well, I don't think that that would necessarily be true because if he murdered them on Monday and then showed up at the hospital with blood, nobody called for a wellness check until Tuesday. So they did not find grandma and grandpa until Tuesday night. Right. But I'm so saying that means that he could have been at Barnes by Monday night. Yeah, but there was, like, there's a manhunt for, like, I don't know, 15, 20 hours at least. Maybe they didn't know in St. Louis. Right. That's why I'm, I I don't. He's all the way down in Barnes. Yeah. So uh, they said, we ask the community be patient as this is a very complex investigation. We appreciate the information received from those involved thus far and truly couldn't do this job without your support. Additionally, we believe this to be an isolated tragedy and have no reason to believe there is continued danger to the public we will work tirelessly to bring victims and their families justice shortly after they had made this community announcement our prosecuting attorney mike woods released this statement quote my office has charged davion mcroberts with two counts of first degree murder and two counts of armed criminal action in connection with the double homicide that occurred on march 20th in troy missouri i have asked the court for a no bond order I want to thank all law enforcement, including the Troy, Missouri Police Department, for their diligent efforts in this case. My thoughts and prayers go out to the family of the victims and all of those involved. It is believed that Donald and Kathy were killed 26 hours before they were found. Davion reportedly told a friend prior to the murders that it was time to be famous. 
He then told his two friends, who want to remain anonymous, that he wanted to show them something. And they said they weren't sure what he meant, but it sounded like it was in reference to sacrifice. <gasps> Why would you think that? I don't know. If you... It, listen. <laughs> if you came to my house and you said, hey, I want to show you something... Never would it cross my mind that you would bring me a sacrifice. I'd be like, oh, cool. Jill got a new doodad. (laughs) Jill brought me cow slippers. Jill brought me freeze-dried food. Like, I would never consider that you... I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, she's talking about a sacrifice. Well, no, if I came here and I was like, all right, Heather, it's time to be famous. You'd be like, oh, you made a new TikTok? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who, did you come up with a new invention? Are you making videos? Like, are you a YouTuber? Like, what, what are you doing above. to be famous? Right. You want to show me something? Oh, you want to show me all the views on your video? Oh, like, did you make something? Like, what are we talking about? Right. So, like, your friends have to know that you're messed up if you think that you're talking about sacrifice. Right. Which, I mean, like, they didn't go into super detail, but, like, he says it's time to be famous and he wants to show you something and then you're just like, oh, yeah, like, it's weird. So, they said that they all went to his grandparents' house. They all went? mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. His friend said that they were on the porch talking to Donald while Davion was inside with Kathy charging his phone. According to friends, they heard three shots and saw Donald run inside yelling Davion's name. The two said they took off from the scene. At some point after this, Davion was seen running through the woods with only his boxers. He asked the people for a ride and then asked about their zodiac signs. On Wednesday, Davion arrived at the psych ward covered in blood. On which day? Wednesday. So this was two days later. Yeah. He still had blood all over him? Yes. Okay. But he also had no clothes on the first time. So this is what I'm saying. Some of the, it's, some of the stuff's confusing. And I'm not 100% sure. He might have killed more than one thing. That I'm is, not saying it was more than one person. Well, at least two. He might have killed more than two things. That is possible. Because I don't understand how you keep your blood on you all day Tuesday and all day Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, continue on. It's weird. So, he asked for an involuntary commitment and was transferred to Barnes in St. Louis via ambulance. He was re- released to the police department. Involuntary depart- commitment? Mm-hmm. Or it- voluntary would be where you're giving yourself up. So, oh. if he brought himself there, I think it'd have to be voluntary. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, after he was released to the police... It was noted that he was asking the police officers for the Zodiac signs. And when they were trying to read their, when they were trying to read him their Miranda rights, he cut them off and finished the Miranda rights and said that he didn't want to talk, but eventually did speak with a detective telling him that he had been sexually assaulted, but didn't want to say by who and kept indicating that he was Jesus and God. Police found Donald and Kathy after their granddaughter asked police to do a wellness check on the couple because she said she didn't have a car and she was worried after not hearing from Kathy because they spoke daily. Police found Donald with gunshot wounds to his chest, forehead, and fingers, which fingers are defensive wounds, which means that he was, like, blocking it, which makes me really sad because I have a very, like, deep place in my heart for old people and... Anyway, so, and Kathy had gunshot wounds to the hip and shoulder. 
I do not know this. This is my speculation, and I am unsure. But obviously, Donald had fatal wounds, like instantly fatal wounds. The reports I read said that Kathy had wounds to her hip and shoulder, which makes me very sad. And and I don't know this, but like that makes me feel like there was some time. You know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now, I don't know that, but I definitely cried while writing this. So Donald and Kathy were described as a quiet, friendly couple who helped out a bunch in the community with our local food bank, as we said. Um, Donald was a veteran and my friend was their neighbor. And she said they spent a lot of time on their front porch and they would always wave at everyone and were just overall a sweet elderly couple. They met through Donald's sister and were married in 2017. They were active members of Calvary Chapel Church. And... I, I mean, obviously, this is a brand new case, so we don't have, like, a sentencing or anything like that. Um, I do want to say that this made national headlines. Um, it is very weird seeing TMZ post an article about your hometown. <laughs> but I do want to say that TMZ posted that he was a rapper. Now... Everybody in the comments, this is, this is. I don't think TMZ is the most credible. So if you're about to tell me that he's not a rapper, we don't even have to go into that because no, how well, would TMZ know anything about him anyway? Well, he was a rapper, but you know, like we have in Troy, we have a rap group called Two Tucks. They played shows. I know who they are, you know, from Troy. It's not like they're Nelly, but he, I know he made music. But it wasn't like he was well-known in the community as a rapper. But here's what... Okay, so hold on. First off, I didn't know he was a rapper. But let's go back to the friend saying that they thought he was talking about sacrifice. So you know that your friend is a rapper and he tells you, I'm about to be famous, let me show you something. And you don't think, oh, cool, he made a new song. You think it's about sacrifice? Like, his friends are messed up too. Also, I'd like to know where they are because they knew that he murdered somebody and they ran away. Yeah. I don't know where they are. They, they didn't say their names. They need to be arrested. Yeah. So, but here's what pisses me off heavily is that, again, not every day you see your hometown, your small hometown on TMZ. But when I tell you that these comments made me violently ill, the comments were not what you think they were. The comments were not, oh my gosh, this is so upsetting, like those poor people Blah, blah, blah. The comments were people from St. Louis arguing because the title said St. Louis rapper kills his grandparents. I'm not surprised by that. Everybody in St. Louis was like, he wasn't from St. Louis. He didn't live in St. Louis. He wasn't a rapper in St. Louis. Don't say it. There's no good rappers in Troy. Troy doesn't have rapper. Like, he lived in Troy, not St. Louis. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Why are we focusing on the fact that... Jojo, your argument is so silly right now. No, it's but... It's literally TMZ. I, I know, but, like, it wasn't... What did you expect them to write about? No, I'm... TMZ wasn't the one saying this. This is where... I know, but who follows TMZ? Silly people. People from St. Louis, apparently. Silly people. Well, yeah. You don't follow... You don't follow TMZ for news. I, I do follow TMZ for news. No, you follow TMZ for... For celebrity news. Yeah, celebrity news. Yeah. 
It's silly news. But it's not news. I know. Okay, but so just, like, don't be stressed out that the people from St. Louis that follow TMZ are silly people that want silly news. I know, but if you think about it, it's not like if TMZ is a national thing. So it's not like Fox 2 News, where Fox 2 News posted that, you know, this happened in St. Louis and people were like, no, it happened in Troy. Like, this is is not something where, like, only local people are going to see this. It's like, this is a national thing where people from all over the world are seeing it. And in all of the comments, instead of people, like, being upset that these, this sweet old couple, like, got killed by their grandson, it's people literally arguing from what city he's from. Like, that that's just, like, what upset me. Because it's, like, that's how it's being represented, like, nationally. Fox 2 News... Their articles on it were a lot different, obviously, because people in the comments were very, like, upset and, like, sharing about how, like, sweet they are. Um, Donald's brother, he's mentally disabled. But, like, they said that, like, he would take care of him and, like, just that they were a very lovely couple that loved their grandkids and their family and, you know, all this stuff. So, I don't know. That just rubbed me the wrong way. But I do want to say that the part that I feel like will shock you is that this makes me sad and I don't, I'm not, I'm not like, oh my gosh, like death penalty, he killed old people. Just because like, I think it's very clear like that this kid was in psychosis. Like he was like not there, like, you know? So that also makes us very sad because again, I don't know all the details because we don't have all the details, but like I can only imagine he lived with his grandparents for a period of time. All of their Facebook posts on on Donald and Kathy's Facebook page was not all of them, but like a good majority of them was like how proud they were of their grandkids and like how beautiful their grandkids are and wishing them happy birthdays. And so like obviously like Kathy's granddaughter literally spoke to her on the phone every day. So if he had this relationship with his grandparents and, you know, snapped out of it, realizing he killed his grandparents he did take himself. I know there are some people that saying, oh, he knows what he did and he's just trying to plead insanity. I really don't think so. Because by looking at his Facebook post, it was completely normal until like two weeks before. And it's like, it also upsets me because all these people, especially his friends, like if you see people, if you know something's wrong, like if you started acting crazy, I would tell your dad. <laughs> You know, I hear you. My concern is if his friends. Okay. I don't know how to articulate this. His friends said that whenever he said, let me show you something, they immediately thought of quote unquote sacrifice, right? If you were to come up to me and you were starting to talk crazy like this and you weren't two weeks before, like his Facebook page was, Mm -hmm. you're not going to stick with your current friends. Your current friends are going to be like, whoa, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, you need some help. Stop talking to me about that. Like, I don't want to talk about that. Right. Like, you're way too into Zodiac signs now. Like, this is too much. By the way, I don't think you're God. You're like, you're acting weird and they're going to separate themselves. So he had enough time to make good friends that were willing to go to his grandparents' house for him to kill them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if he's only talking about this and acting like this for two weeks, I don't know that that would be, I don't know that that would happen. Well, my whole thing is he was posting about killing people on Facebook and like posting about how he's God. Like, 
I would either be like, and I've had some friends post some weird stuff on Facebook, and I, even people that don't know that well, and I'm just like, did they get hacked? And then I make, reach out to one of their friends, and then they're like, no, they just joined a pyramid scheme. And I'm like, okay, because it's not them posting. Like, you know, if you know somebody well enough, you know what they sound like when they're posting, and you can tell that if they're posting something, and it's like, not them. And at this point, it was pretty obvious that that was not him in his right mind posting stuff. So... I don't know. I just, if, if it was one of those things and I, I talked to one of his friends who is an actual rapper in St. Louis and she said that he did not do drugs. He didn't even smoke weed. I don't know because one of his Facebook posts did talk about marijuana. However, I know, you know, sometimes there's drug induced psychosis. But then sometimes if you have like an underlying mental illness, it can all just happen at once. I don't really know. Again, this is me all speculating. I do know it has to do with mental health. Um, but if he had, it, like, if he seriously, like, snapped out and then snapped back in and realized that, like, he killed his grandparents, like, I cannot imagine. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, obviously that would be terrible. I'm just saying I don't know that it really suddenly happened all in a week and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't know that that makes sense for him to then have friends that are like, oh, yeah, he's into the same things that we are. And I initially thought that he was talking about sacrificing something, whether or not they realized that he was talking about human sacrifice. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't hang out with those kinds of people if you're not that kind of person. So, like, if he's hanging out with those, in my mind, creepy people, because I don't want to think about sacrificing anything, and I think that's creepy, like, I wouldn't hang out with those people. Yeah, we do have to also take into consideration, these people didn't say who they were, but some people, I mean, some people say things for clout, and so who's to say that they really thought sacrifice, you know, and not that he was just going to charge his phone at his grandparents' house, you know, who's to say that's what they were just saying, oh, well, I mean, he said he wanted to be famous, and we instantly knew that when he said he wanted to show us something, it was about sacrifice, you know? I don't know. I mean, that's true, too. People be lying. So, I don't really know. I mean, we don't have... It's going to take a minute for all the information to get out there. It's terrible either way. Oh, yeah. I'm just concerned that this was going... That this went further back than the past two weeks. Either way, it's sad. Right. Either way, I'm not saying that he necessarily, like, wanted to murder his grandparents. Right. It's just one of, this is one of those situations where it's like, I truly hope this kid gets help. Um, rather than, I hope he rots in prison. Like, this, he obviously needs help no matter what the situation is. But, like, this is, it's a very, it's a very sad situation all around. And I think it's also a bit harder because it is so, not even so close to home. It is, you know, I mean, this happened less than two minutes from where I lived. So, um, it's just, it's very upsetting and, you know, knowing, knowing people in their family, um, and knowing that, you know, I don't know. Okay. So to finish this off, the last statement that I have is from Mike Woods, prosecuting attorney. He said, another one, (laughs) we're glad he's in custody. So he's not a continuing danger. If people see something about mental health issues that need to be addressed, they should notify law enforcement, which I agree. I agree as well. Right. I'm, 
I hope that his family reached out to him when they started seeing those weird messages. I just can't, <laughs> I don't know. I just can't imagine that like, I, I can't imagine how weird it would be to see your family member start posting like that. Right. Or like start talking like that in real life. Like, but I also don't know that I would know what to do about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you started posting that kind of stuff, I'd be like, Jojo, are you okay? And you'd be like, I'm great. I'm the new God. And I would be like, I don't know what to do for you. Like, I wouldn't know what to do aside from like call your mom and be right. like, something's wrong. But like, I don't know that she would know what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only, like I've had a similar situation, not like similar as in murdering people, but like a similar situation as in like knowing somebody who was like, going off their rockers and i also didn't know what to do so i called the closest thing that they had to parents and was like please come pick this person up like he needs to go somewhere else like you know um i i don't know i don't know what else you would do other than i guess try to talk to him and see if you can get them help but again i guess if they think that they're god and all this stuff is true then it's not like they're gonna want it so that's what i'm thinking too yeah it's just it's a it's a very sad sad situation all around it's terrible yeah i'm frightened i'm still frightened i know that they that he's in jail and maybe he's doing better psychologically although i think if you were doing better and then you realize that you murdered your grandparents you'd be doing pretty bad again you know what i mean yeah um, but I'm still frightened. Yeah. Like, I hope that, I hope that you're right and those friends were lying. Quote unquote friends, if they were friends. I also feel like if you heard gunshots inside and you were friends, it's pretty weird for you to just run away and then not report it. Yeah. You know? Which, I know this sounds, this is obviously all speculation. We do have a lot of meth users in our town. And so if this was a drug incident, they couldn't even, might not even be his friends and they could just be some That's what I'm saying. other users that were like, oh, like crap, like we got a dip type of situation and made everything, you know. Who, I hope who that really you're knows? right and it's that kind of situation. I hope that you're right and I hope that we don't have that many weirdos in Troy. Like sacrifice type weirdos. I mean, meth users are weirdos too, but a little bit less weird than trying to murder people for sacrifices to your false god yourself that's personally really scary to me so i don't like this kind of stuff yeah it's it's weird so today's episode tip is you know if you see something say something and if your friends are posting about killing people and being god maybe call the police or Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know who you would call. <laughs> What's Mark Zuckerberg going to do? <laughs> Ban him from Facebook? He's still going to be in psychosis. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Call Dr. Phil. That's it. Call Dr. Phil. Shoot him with Narcan. <laughs> if he's overdosed and in psychosis from that. I really, because his friend said he didn't do drugs. So I don't know. I really don't. I mean, maybe someone drugged him. That is possible. Like, that happens. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. 
you know. I'd like to hear from, like, his family. Not that I think that family statements are always the most accurate, but I'd like to hear from, like, his close family if they say, like, yeah, we're not surprised or, like, we're totally surprised. Like, he loved his grandparents. Like, this is an awful tragedy. Or if they're like, yeah, no, he's been acting really strange. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. One of his family members did say that he had been acting really strange recently um, and that they he had lived with his grandparents, but then, you know, I can't remember how exactly it was worded, but it was something like his grandma said, his, I guess he had been threatening-ish towards his grandparents um, or just in general, but his his grandma said that she wasn't like scared or anything like that unfortunately that's tragic yeah i just don't i don't know the brain is a powerful thing i don't understand how you get so messed up in your brain that you murder your grandparents but i thank god every day that i don't understand that right so like i said at the beginning this is still an open investigation it's very recent we don't have all the details um if there's other like i guess major breaks in the case we'll do another episode if not um we oh, usually do update. like yeah. well we usually do an update at the end of the year so if it's just like a sentencing or something like that um you'll definitely hear it at the end of the year but if it's something major we might do like a part two or a follow-up to this you know it's gonna be a true tragedy and i'm gonna be furious about is if he knew that he needed help and he went to that stupid place that we went to together to get eval and they Gave him the runaround and gaslit him the way that they did for us. I'm going to be so mad. Well, we're going to let you do this. We but... ride at dawn. <laughs> okay. I will. If it comes out that he went there, I'm going to be so mad. Because those people, if you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. They are so useless in the mental health department of Lincoln County. They... I have never been more angry at an establishment in my entire life. Mental like, health care in general, but this specific place. Yeah. Like, I, and and I do not use the term gaslit um, freely. No, I'm being sincere. Yeah. They legitimately gaslit me out of my own issues and finished, he, this man, he tried to tell me that my own issues Oh, well, I know what you're talking about, and that's not how it is. That was nothing like what I said. He didn't even let me finish. Well, then after the eval, they were like, yeah, we'll call you and make an appointment. They didn't. And then Jojo followed up and said, um, when is my appointment? And they said, we're not making you an appointment. And then Jojo said, why not? And they said, it's been too many days past your evaluation. And she said, but you told me you were going to call me. And they said, no, we didn't. They said, oh, well, um, keep in mind, we were in the waiting room for how many hours? Like, so many hours. Yeah. So We were there for so long. Because they wouldn't even let me make an appointment. I, we just had to walk in there. Thank you for coming with You're me welcome. for emotional support. <laughs> I would do I, that for you anytime. I really needed it that day. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, they literally were like, um, well... That just means if we didn't let you make an appointment then and there, that means that there was no open appointments. 
So they literally let us sit in the waiting room for hours. Knowing that even if she got to the eval, which is not guaranteed, by the way, because it's just walk-ins. They let us sit there for hours just for an eval, knowing that if we got into the eval, she couldn't make an appointment. Right. And they still charged me for it. And then if your eval is not used to make an appointment within a certain amount of days, your eval expires. And you have to redo it. And you have to do it again. It is the worst mental health establishment I've ever heard of in my life. And keep in mind... People who have mental health needs are not able to manage normal healthcare situations, which include appointments and being there at a scheduled time, much less this nonsense. Like, people who have mental health needs cannot manage that. Keep in mind, like, I literally, when I called them, I told them, one, I did not like online stuff. I did not want... I wanted an in-person evaluation. And two, I did not like men. I wanted a woman. I walk in a room and it says man on a on a computer screen. <laughs> and then I just knew it was downhill from there. And it really was, though. It really was. It really was. Anyway, not to get off topic, but if he knew that he needed help and he tried to go there because that's like the only place that you can go enjoy, I'm going to be so mad. Um, anyway. Um, I just want to... Give our condolences to the McRoberts family. For sure. Uh, I truly couldn't imagine what they're all going through right now. So they are in our prayers for sure. And yeah, I think that's it. Okay. It's a terrible story of a terrible betrayal and who knows what else is going on. But at any rate, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Murder in Misery. We will be back as soon as we can with another episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.